Yeah, we back, y'all. <laughs> back, back. <laughs> back with another podcast. So, hey guys, and welcome back to the fifth episode of the UK Cunning Chronicles. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I am Chin. And I'm Paula. And today is our Christmas special. Ooh, 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 ooh. So, for those of you who are listening to you know our podcast for the first time the aim of the podcast is to have authentic conversations about hair work life relationships society and what it means to be a black female in the uk dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> so the agenda what we've got planned for you today is a little bit of a mix and match so we're going to have a question time dilemma time um we're also just going to have a chat really mm-hmm. and just talk about mm-hmm. As we get closer to the end of the year, like what, I guess what we're happy about, what we're not happy about, um, and growth that we've seen within ourselves as well. So we've got quite a lot for you. Yep, we do. Yep, yep, yep. So again, you know what we like to do in the beginning of all our podcasts, it's a bit of a check-in. Yeah. So Paula, how has your day been? How's your week been? Because I feel like I haven't spoken to you. It's actually true. Yeah, we haven't spoken. You haven't, yeah. <laughs> I've been avoiding you. <laughs> yeah, you haven't spoken to me. Um, I don't really feel like I've spoken to anyone, to be fair. <laughs> Same. <laughs> like, not even, I haven't even tried to not speak to anyone. I've just, yeah, been doing a lot of things. When I get home, I'm really tired. Like, yeah. maybe I need to up my vitamin D again, but... Um, literally come home and I'm like I'm ready to sleep Mm -hmm. like that's it had a bit of trouble with my knee over the weekend so that has actually dampened my mood I can't even lie what did you go and do do you know I went ham and gym like I actually went ham and gym then got home now and my knee literally like it popped out then popped back in um and it hasn't dislocated in ages Mm -hmm. in a while so um for it to dislocate again this weekend, I was just like, oh, like I feel like I'm going back. Like, yeah. I felt like I'd be making steps towards progress mm-hmm. and that kind of like, it knocked me. And I feel like with me, when it comes to my knee, it's more psychological than it is yeah. physical. Like it, even though like I'm fine now, like mm-hmm. I went into work and everything, I was fine, but emotionally it took a toll on me. It took me mm-hmm. back to like the harder days where like, yeah, where it just affected me mm-hmm. a lot more emotionally. And when you did go back and think about those harder days, mm-hmm. what did it do for you? Did you feel like it helped you, made you feel better? Or did it make you feel like even more low? No, it made me feel worse. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even lie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then I just had to tell myself, like, do you know what? I thank God because mm-hmm. it could have been worse. Yeah. And it's not. Mm-hmm. And I thank God because I now know what to do, how to take care of my knee. Whereas before, like, the NHS, the pagans. They, Sorry, they, <laughs> what did she just say? NHS, you're you're all pagans. Girl, I work my ass <laughs> for y'all, okay? Yeah, no, no, your side <laughs> is fine, but the physiotherapy side yeah. is, is so bad, like so bad, and that's why I call them pagans because it got to a point where I had to go to private care. Yeah, um, it's every department though because we are so like under resourced yeah. at the moment. And but no, that's what I'm saying. Like this isn't just at the moment. Mm. When I first dislocated my knee, that was like five years ago, mm-hmm. when we were still in Northampton, and even then it was crap. So I was like, boy, yeah, um, yeah. So it just took me back to like 
them days. Not mm-hmm. towards NHS, but just how I was feeling within mm-hmm. myself. Um, but yeah, I just had to thank God for where I am now. Mm-hmm. That I could still walk, that it wasn't exactly. as bad as yeah. I thought it would be. So yeah. So it's always good. So I always tell, like, when people tell me that they've been ruminating on things that's happened in the past, mm-hmm. my first question is, what did it do for you? Did it yeah. help? You, did it make you feel better? Yeah. Did it problem solve anything for you? And mm-hmm. the answers are usually <laughs> no. Honestly. So it's yeah. just about trying to remain positive. And it's, it's hard for us not to ruminate. And I'm not saying don't ever think about what happened in the past. Because if mm-hmm. you want something that reflected, I'll be very concerned. Yeah. But it's just about having that balance as well. And not trying to seep too much. Into it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I feel like that did like mm-hmm. have a toll on me mm-hmm. um, this week, and I'm still like cautious about my knee. Yeah. Whereas like for most of this year, I've been like carefree mm-hmm. when it comes to my health. So yeah. But yeah, how have you been? How's your week been? I've been good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just really, really tired all the time. Again, I think the same thing I said last. Did you get some vitamin D? Girl, I don't even have time. Do you know what? when you feel like you don't have time you to You can get order anything? it online. I know. You could actually order it online and it would turn up at your house. True. No excuse, me. I know, no excuses. <laughs> but do you know when you actually feel like you never have time, mm-hmm. enough time in the day? And then I always have like life admin. <laughs> You know when you have work admin life, yeah. and you're just thinking, hi, what's going on? Literally, but I've been good. I've been really, really good. Um, again, I haven't really spoken to much people, but I guess that's part of adulting. Do you know what I mean? I, like, yeah. I love y'all, but. all by the way, <laughs> family, friends, love you all. But sometimes life just gets so hectic, and mm. you kind of just forget about everything else. Yeah. So, but I've been good apart from that. No, that's good. I've been good, y'all. Good, good. So, I guess we've done our check-in. I've got something, I've got a little surprise for you, actually. Yeah, I'm scared. Because <laughs> I don't know what's in that box. It's veggie friendly. So, guys, I've got a little surprise <laughs> for Obby to try. Should we do it now? Yeah, or? we should do it now. Okay. Yeah, and I think she's going to love it. <clears throat> you probably too. have seen it before, actually. It's one of my favourite desserts. Oh, I thought it was like a side of it's a dessert. Yeah, it's like a dessert thing, but it's like a it's a, not like an African dessert. It's it's more of a European. What I th- Mm-mm, they're not by being European. <gasps> I love the clava. Do you love oh it? Oh my goodness! Oh, yes, girl. I do. Okay, then you don't need to try. We can have it after. <laughs> oh no, damn! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! No, no, no! I think I want my own now. You want it now? <laughs> yes. Go for it. What? Sorry. Do you want to warm it? Do you like it warm? No, I like it cold. Okay. What? It is amazing. I love it so much. It's very. It's quite sweet though. It's very sweet. I love mm-hmm. it. I love the um, pistachio one. Have that you, is the have best. Have you tried one. the other? Um, the puff puff dessert. Mm-mm. <laughs> I got my sister to try that yesterday. She was <laughs> mortified. Mmm. 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 So guys, that was a surprise, you know. I don't think you're gonna like it. My plan did not work. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm actually addicted to that clover. I had mm. to tell myself to stop. Where do you usually buy yours from? Waitrose, you know. Mm. Mm. You Sorry. can choose which one you want. I get mine fresh from the Turkish shops. Really? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm sketchy about Turkish shops when I live in South Africa. It depends. Mm-mm. You've got to be very careful. I've got one that's in my house. Mm. Um, I think they're Kurdish. Mm-hmm. And their food is amazing. We're gonna go there for New Year's out with everyone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they they literally give me free black all the time. Mm. And they make it fresh every day. Mm. 
that's what I'm scared about. Because there's been times where I've walked past some shops and do you know in... It looks stale. No, for me, it's like, you know it's been out for ages and you know flies have touched it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's what the issue is for mm-hmm. me. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm cautious. When you come to my house, we'll go there. They cover it with cling film as well. But just mm. they, well, I took Ashley there. Ashley's my friend, guys, by the way. Hey, Ashley. <laughs> and I made her try it, and she nearly threw up. <laughs> she goes, you're wicked, man. You're wicked. <laughs> she don't like it. She don't like it. But it's an acquired taste. It takes, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? It's like moi moi. Not everyone likes it. How can you not like moi moi? Exactly, and supermilk. <laughs> no one likes supermilk as well. No, I understand the supermilk thing. Mm. I personally like supermilk, but I understand why people do. Mm. Um, it's like beer. Not everyone likes beer. Did you get what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Why don't you explain what book lava is? <laughs> is she trying to trick me? <laughs> mm. Thank you. Well, it's got the wipes ready for the both of us, no? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what it is, is like pastry, loads of layers of like phyllo pastry, should I say? Mm-hmm. And it has like, what's the green things called? Is it nuts? Yeah, so all of them have like nuts. So either like cashew nuts, peanuts, mm. pistachios, almonds. And it has like nuts in between like the pastry mm. sheets and it has like a syrup. Yeah, it's very sugary. Like yeah. you, can, you can eat so many of it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's very Moorish, yeah. <laughs> but it's um, it's very unhealthy. I mm-hmm. can't even lie. It is, but it's soaked in like syrup. It's really, really nice. Yeah, guys, try it. It's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a beautiful surprise. <laughs> um, thank you for that. Oh, <laughs> Don't <boy>. be scared. <laughs> Have faith in me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. But, yeah. Should we jump straight into questions or yeah. talk a bit about? going into a new era, a new decade. I guess we could start with that. Mm. Um, The year has gone so, so fast. Too fast. Like, I didn't even have enough time to wake up. And it's... (laughs) (laughs) Do you know when it's like, so what I've been doing each weekend is doing like a serial like clean out of my Mm -hmm. room. Um, And what I've been looking at is what like all of the goals and mm-hmm. aims that I planned in the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and have I completed them have I even forgotten what those goals are mm-hmm. or have I been like halfway through some of them and it's really interesting to see like where my mental state was last year mm-hmm. if you get what I mean so would you say that a big improvement yeah like I feel like obviously at the beginning of the year you're very like everyone's very optimistic they're like i'm going yeah. to do this i'm going to do that <laughs> da, 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 da. but then you forget about it do you get what i mean because mm-hmm. other things come in the way but to look back and say okay these are the the goals that i set for myself mm-hmm. and with some of them you can be like do you know what i actually did that did like mm. i did that <laughs> you know 100 I mean? um so yeah it's just really interesting to see mm-hmm. um what about you uh, so I'm not, although I tell everyone set goals, set goals, mm-hmm. I'm very mindful about the kind of goals that I set in the sense of, I wouldn't set like a, is it an overt goal, like a, a goal that I'm, I've written it all over my wall and I'm like, every day I look at it and I'm like, I have to get it. Yeah. It's more like internal goals. 
Okay. Like I keep a whip it in, so in if I didn't do it. What? I know it's bad. It's bad. It's very bad. But no, that's that's actually really bad. It's bad, yeah. So because I, you have no one to keep you like I on know, track. I you know. need someone to be accountable. Yeah, for you. but I don't. I don't. If I don't want to do something, I don't want it to be accountable. No. <laughs> but yeah, so I think starting my course. Yeah. Obviously, goal settings was very important as part of like therapy, therapy and treatment. So I feel like that made me realise the importance of actually setting goals. So I took one of the sheets one day that I would give to my clients and I used it myself. And oh, okay. it was a smart goal sheet. So it looks like making your goals a bit more tangible. So smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and time. So I kind of yeah. used that framework and I just kind of kept it there. Mm, so I feel good. like that's because usually I would I'll, I'll just be someone that I'll just be like, okay, do you know what? I'll just gonna, I'll take it as it comes. I'll take it as it comes. But yeah. this year, because <laughs> I had to do this training... I was driving up to Milton Keynes every single day, two hours. Yeesh. Sometimes get home at nine. That is very. That is a mad drive. Going to, to uni, Reading, um, literally like going. I was driving all the time. I was always so you driving. Were just doing up and down London. My sister. Not, Not even London, UK. Huh. Wow. So I was very proud of myself, man. I mm. can't lie. I, I didn't think. I thought I was on a break midway. <laughs> I had some breaking points. There's times when I'd yeah. sleep at like three in the morning and I woke up at like five, get ready quickly and bounce. Because I had to. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. that, I achieved that and I stuck with it. Gym, total fail. <laughs> Did I even enter? Did I even what, smell it? What was your goal? Have you, so you haven't been at all? I went once. Okay, maybe I went twice. Okay, maybe like three times. Have you got membership? Yeah. Hmm. You're wasting your money. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually wasting your money you might as well just just pay them well you are just paying them but you might as well just write a check and give it to them I know because it's bad you're, you haven't even stepped one foot in at least once a month hmm. it's just do you know what it is because I was travelling so far every day by the time I get home yeah. I was so tired and I just wanted to sleep yeah. you should have paid it on free but when I was allied, no, I went a couple of times when I was taking train up there because obviously less driving, you're more active. Mm. So I would jump to the, go to the gym, but it's, I I want to be going to the gym like four times a week. That's yeah. my aim. Mm. But I hadn't haven't done that, so I guess that's something I have got to carry over to next year. Yeah. But yeah, this year it's been got had its loads of challenges, but we thank God that we're here today, and Honestly. you know all we've got to do is be appreciative of everything. I think that's the main thing, like. We've actually come very far. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter if you've just done, like, achieved one bit of your goal, mm-hmm. you've still done something more. Do you get what I mean? Definitely. Than where you were before. So, I think that's the main thing. Yeah. So, what are you, yeah, what are you guys' goals? <laughs> what y'all doing? <laughs> Honestly. Message us. DM us. Yeah. Literally, like, what are your goals for 2020? 2020 vision. Focus. Stay focused. Yeah. In your dream. Um... What's your hair goal? Do you set hair goals? Yeah. Okay. Mine are unrealistic. I can't even lie. <laughs> Each year, mine is <laughs> to be 18 inches by the end of the year. I'll <laughs> be mad. Yeah, my, my hair goals are unrealistic. Yeah, I do. I do. You do? Yeah. yeah um, I think it was to get stick to my treatments every six weeks, six to eight weeks, and I did yeah. that. Okay. I was, like, religiously. Yeah. And for me to get to APL. Okay. And I feel like I've... You've got that. I've got, yeah, I've got yeah. into there. So next goal for 2020 is BSL. 
fast track lengths. Mm-hmm. And we'll see where we go from there. You can do it. Do it. How about yours? What's your hair goal? Um, I think mine will be... I've talked about it so many times. I'm sure that <laughs> you're all tired of hearing me say it, but mm-hmm. to actually find a hairdresser. Um, <sighs> actually, I've spoken to two hairdressers now, so I just need to choose which one to go to um, and then stick to it. And then, yeah, each month get a treatment. Mm-hmm. No matter what I'm doing, whether I've got a pre- protective styling, I have to get a treatment. treatment. Yeah. Get my hair trimmed, like get my hair into a routine mm-hmm. where it can be nurtured to grow. Definitely. Um, I think for now, that is my actual hair goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds year. good. I'll, you know, the less, check the, out. the better. <laughs> no, 100%. <laughs> because me now saying to grow 18 inches. It's unrealistic, yeah. It's not, yeah. But I guess if you stick to that plan, I promise you, yeah. you'll see to grow. Well, to be fair, I don't, I may measure my hair again, but I actually don't know how long my hair is right now mm-hmm. because I haven't blow dried it straight or straightened, straightened it or anything. It. Yeah. So it's like, I actually do need to maybe straighten it and see. And see. I think far. it's going to be quite long. Potentially, the last time I straightened my hair, which was like two, three years ago, it mm-hmm. was 14 inches. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, it just needs another four inches. It's, so you're not far off. So I may be maybe 15, 16, sort of. No, yeah. yeah. So you're not far off. I think stick to that routine. Trust me and you'll see. Yeah. The, the difference. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, guys, so Ooh. we're going to move on now. And no wait actually so <laughs> on Twitter I don't know it's okay. you, do you have Twitter no so everyone's been doing like um, a decade challenge like mm-hmm. 10 years mm-hmm. so in 2010 where were you and then 2020 <laughs> well basically end of this year where are you now sort of thing wow. so where were we in 2010 2010 I should have just started college I think yeah just finished GCSE going into college <clears throat> yeah it's crazy so hair wise 2010 I was relaxed mm-hmm. I was blonde mm-hmm. I dyed my hair blonde mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and I was short it was like do you know when Rihanna had that pixie mm-hmm. cut mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah that, that was sweet you though so I had that but yeah. then <laughs> This is gonna sound like a hot mess, but like the front, <laughs> the front oh bit God. was yeah. um, blonde, mm-hmm. but then the rest of it was black and um, was black, like the rest of wow, yeah. two toned, honestly, nice. But um, I guess it was probably nice ten years ago. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. like the kind of Kerry Hilson style. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know them? Yes, yeah. yeah. It was like that Kerry Hilson oh, era. I'll allow you. And then now it's like I'm natural. My hair is all one length except for the breakage at the front. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. And where was you like? Was you going to college as well? You yeah, were, college. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was in the sticks. Shout out to, <laughs> to Surrey. Um, for me, I think. You're in this baklava. <laughs> <laughs> you're not eating it. I know you're jealous. No, I don't want it anymore, you know. Um, where was I with my hair? Oh, my gosh. So I think I was relaxed. Hmm. My hair was about... Hmm, I cut it into a bob. And then later on that year, I cut it short. Pixie. Oh, so you, we were both doing pixie. No, nah, but mine wasn't two-toned, babes. 
<laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It was, still, it was still pixie. All black, all black and lovely, y'all. But um, <laughs> I wasn't trying to be like Gary Hill. <laughs> Um, but yeah, mine was um, yeah short, short front back and sides. You know why it was like that though? Why? Because um, I went to my hairdresser and she opened the middle of my hair and she goes, "Why is your hair eaten out?" Oh, I remember you said that yeah. you were like straightening your hair back to back. Yeah. Oh. And then obviously it finished, so she goes, "There's nothing you can do." Once you relax it, there's nothing here. Yeah. So, so you just cut it off. Oh. Remember walking home with my hood on, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I've got to go to college the next day, no hair." <laughs> But yeah, I enjoyed my short haircut. I think I had it to, to uni. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first year of uni. Yeah, I remember you with short hair as well. But yeah, so now... I actually miss short hair. I think that's one thing I'm like... I miss colouring my hair and I miss short hair. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if I cut my hair now and do <laughs> short... <laughs> I start growing it out again. I'll regret it. <laughs> but they can do like the short frontal. Like short frontal wig. I've seen some going around on Instagram. Mm, it's not the same though. Mm. Like it's actually getting a pixie cut on your like on yourself. It's not the same. So fair enough. Yeah. Mm. I I really want to. I've never coloured my hair before, ever, and I really want to colour my hair. Mm. Do it. I don't know, but I'm scared. Like, You'll need I... to defo tape, like do more treatments, treatments. and everything. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was 10 years ago, you know, and now I'm here with my afro, just chilling. Chilling like a villain. (laughs) Just chilling, y'all. Protective styling. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's move on to the questions. Should we do questions? Yeah. Yeah. So um, a couple of you have actually sent in some questions. Um, for us to answer, which we're really grateful about. If you have any other questions, please do let us know. Definitely. And we could then have another session like this where we can answer everyone's questions in mm-hmm. bulk. Yeah. Um, but we do have a couple of questions. So I'll start with the first one, which is, how often should you trim your hair? Hmm. hmm. I guess it varies on if you're someone that keeps your hair in protective styles or if you're someone mm-hmm. that keeps your hair out. So I noticed that when I keep my hair out, mm-hmm. I need more trims yeah. so if that means maybe every single time i get my treatment <coughs> so maybe like every three months i'll probably need to trim more mm-hmm. often whereas if i keep my hair protective styles where i'm not going through my hair or combing it all the time mm-hmm. it'll probably be like literally three times in a year okay so i've actually heard that you should trim your hair even if you're in protective styling mm. every three months mm. yeah just to make sure that all the ends are right Make sure that you're cutting off any split ends. Split ends, yeah. Because I feel like mm. even with like protective styling, mm-hmm. you can get breakage at the end Definitely. or like just damage towards the ends. Because mm-hmm. they're actually as strong as they look, they're literally the weakest part, part yeah, of your hair. Yeah. yeah. Just because it's the oldest part of your hair mm-hmm. as well. Um, so yeah, I think that's we don't care much about the ends of our hair, unless we're talking about length. Length, yeah. Um, but we forget that with that length and retention comes health. Definitely, but then I also think it varies again on that. The only reason why I say that is because mm-hmm. when I was, um, <coughs> and I guess it's only be like, it'll be one less trim when I do yeah. my protective style, as mm-hmm. opposed to when I have my hair out all the time. When I went for my treatment the other day, she was like, I was like, I need a trim. Cause I always, inst- I like trim, she was like, you actually don't need a trim. Need it, and yeah. my hair had been for like three months, three, mm. three, four months, and it did not, like the ends were sharp. 
Really? Mm-hmm. That's good then. But mm-hmm. on a usual day, if I had my hair out all the time, I would notice that I'd need to trim it all the time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's because you're either combing your hair or even like friction between like your hair and clothes and stuff like that. Yeah. You don't think about it, but that friction is causing breakage and damage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Definitely. So even like when you have your hair straightened as well, I'm mm. very mindful not to have it touching my back all the time. I try to have it in a pony or something yeah. or in a bun. But yeah, I would especially say especially the longer it gets mm-hmm. as well. That's all the friction, especially now when you're doing jacket, scarves, yeah. everything. It's like that friction around your neck. Yeah, it's gonna make all of that hair just snag. Snag. Yeah. Sorry, mine is around my. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I would say literally every three months, maybe every eight weeks. It yeah. just depends. Yeah. Yeah. I think definitely, like, you'll know when you need a trim. Mm-hmm. Don't hold on to them ends, man. Yeah, because your hair will actually tangle, which will cause more breakage. breakage. Um, when you have a trim, like, your hair just mm-hmm. cooperates <laughs> on a different level, which is why I know that I need a trim. Like, <laughs> I need it now. Yeah. Like, yesterday, yeah. I needed that trim. Um yeah. And even sometimes it can travel up the hair shaft. Yeah. So some people think, oh, I'll just trim it next time. But actually what you're doing is you're, um, it's traveling up and up and up. And you notice that some people have like invisible, like you can see the strands becoming <laughs> faint. Yeah. And it's like, there's no point. And you have to chop up more hair yeah. and it'll be a cut instead of a trim. Yeah. It's literally because when, when you get split ends, it's not that it just splits at the bottom and mm-hmm. it's even. It splits all, all going all, all the way, way up. Yeah. So I can't even describe it. It's kind of like a twig branch. Mm-hmm. But it's got like the different bits that come off that one individual twig. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically what your hair would look like. And each of those bits are bits that are weak within the hair. Hair, yeah. So it's going to fall off. Um, and if you don't cut it before it gets that high, then it's just going to keep travelling further up. They'll just cut your hair for you. Honestly, <laughs> we're going with 18 inches and come back <laughs> with a bob. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, next question is, how often should you wash your hair? Mm, again, I think it varies. What do you think, Obi? You answer this one first. Mm, I think it does vary. And also... <clears throat> It depends, when you say wash your hair, are you actually cleansing your hair? Because not everyone does that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for one, I don't like shampooing my hair back to back to back. Mm-hmm. I shampoo, then I do a co-wash, then I shampoo again, mm-hmm. then I do a co-wash. Because I feel like stripping my hair too much is just, not it's not the best option for my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just depends. And I've said this before, my hair loves water. So even if I don't, like my scalp may not be dirty, my hair may not be dirty, but it's just that. It loves water. Yeah, so yeah. I'll just like, even on Monday, <laughs> I just washed my hair. Yeah. Um, and that was just putting conditioner on my hair, just for a bit, so I could then retwist it. Mm-hmm. Um, but my hair wasn't dirty, because I washed it the week before, before. But yeah, it was like, I just knew that I might as well just wash it. If I'm going to spray my whole head with water and then do another twist, it's like, I might as well just... Just, it yeah, let everything fall yeah. together. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. I think personally for me, obviously I keep my protective styles in for six weeks. Mm. You do it. <laughs> that <laughs> but, was a long time though. Yeah, yeah. So I'd literally go to my hairdresser to wash it. But when I was washing, mm. when I had all my like, when I was washing my hair by myself at home, 
I was watching it like every four weeks and it was a nightmare and I just couldn't mm. think of doing that every week. Every, my every hair will fall out. Like, because of my, how tight my curls are, they're so tight okay. and it shrinks by like 80%. Yeah. So it may... If that shows healthy hair though. Girl. Shrinkage actually means like healthy. I don't know, you know. I don't think so. It is. Mm-mm. I think it's just my hair type. It's mozungo. It mozungo. <laughs> <laughs> no shaking. <laughs> Yeah, so again, it all varies on what your hair likes. Just you gotta know your hair. That's what I say. Like, <clears throat> so even my sister was asking me, like, should I do this? Should I do that on my hair? And I was like, do you know what? You just need to spend time with your hair mm-hmm. and get to know it. And the more that you do things with it, the more that you try this or try that, that's the more you're gonna understand about your hair because yeah. my hair and someone else's hair are completely different. Mm-hmm. So, like, my hair could love being washed weekly, but someone else's hair could hate it um, and won't need it as mm-hmm. well. Like, mm-hmm. we have so many different hair types, like, as well as being, like, you need to know your hair porosity. Yeah. I saw you reaching for the buckle up right <laughs> <laughs> Chin is on it. Chin is on it. And it, like, sun it, y'all. Um, yeah, you need to know your hair porosity as well. You need to know... There's so many other attributes that you need to know mm-hmm. um, about your hair before you actually just say, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that because what works for one person may not work for you. Um, so I would actually say, however you're washing your hair now to whoever asks this question and whoever wants to know the answer. So if you're washing your hair, for example, once a month and your hair's fine, then it's okay. If you've realised that maybe your hair's getting too dry at the end of the like four week stretch, then maybe keep it to two weeks mm-hmm. and do a co-wash in between. I agree, yeah. So you're not actually stripping all the oils out, but with a conditioner, you're still conditioning the hair yeah. and you're still conditioning the scalp. Mm-hmm. It will wash out some dirt, but it won't strip all of the oils out, which is really good. You can get a good co-wash. My favorite co-wash is Azayam. Love their products, absolutely um, amazing. They have a co i think it's a coconut co-wash mm-hmm. and i literally i love it literally love it um and it does it doesn't lather but it you can feel you that can it's feel it. thick yeah. yeah that it's doing something um i think mine is share moisture the really? pink one yeah i used to use that a lot when i big chopped is that the what's it 10 10 in one mm-hmm. it's got like unless they've changed it but no it wasn't 10 in one no it is it the one with the pink wrap around yeah yeah, I feel like that's a 10 in 1. I had it years ago, so oh. unless they've changed it up. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah. That would be my advice. Definitely agree <laughs> to that. It's just literally just knowing your hair. Yeah. You know what your hair likes. Well, <laughs> I've got another question in. Um, <laughs> but it kind of touches on the first question that we had, which was how often should you trim your hair? So this is to do with split ends. How, how do you stop split ends? And we kind of touched upon touch it, it, which yeah. is like, catch it before it travels up. It travels up. up. Yeah. yeah, literally. Don't hold on to them. Don't say, I'll, I'll cut it later. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do um, a protective style after I did a protective. No, because yeah. during that time, damage a lot of damage can be done. Mm. And I think Obi gave a real example of using the twig branches as well as, yeah. a, as a way to kind of view it. It's just going to keep splitting, yeah. And even if, like, if your hair's long enough, because I do this as well, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just stretch one of my strands and I look at the ends to mm-hmm. see, like, I don't do anything, I just look at it and I'm like, is it straight or is it 
am I seeing that breakage? Yeah. And when I see that breakage, I just look at it and it literally, you can see the bit that's breaking off yeah. and how weak and thin it is. And you can literally pull it off. Um, so yeah, if you see things like that, then you know, okay, do you know what? I need to get a trim. That's why I know I need to get, get a trim. trim yeah. um, but also do your research because I know that there are so many other treatments out there that can actually help to reduce mm-hmm. the um your breakage at the end and moisturize like moisturizing your hair is so yeah key mm-hmm. i don't think people i think people underestimate how important moisture is and moisture is not just oil no. moisture is hydration it's like hydration, an actual cream yeah. and it's not like it's not it's not an oil it's not a gel Mm-mm. it's not a spray it could be spray depending on what's in the what's spray. What's in it, yeah. Um, but it's like you need a, a water-based cream, basically. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you need that water to get into your hair to and moisturise your hair. It, yeah. And then you can put an oil on top to seal it. Yeah, but don't um, think oil is yeah, moisturising yeah. it because it's just coating it. Yeah, li- literally. literally. Um, and that's why I always say lock method. Mm-hmm. Lock method is the best method ever. ever. In case you don't know what it is, L stands for leave-in conditioner or just a liquid. So that could be water. O is for oil and then C is for cream. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of like each single step, um, it has a purpose. Like they're all important. important yeah. yeah. Like don't skip mm-hmm. on one of them. You can rearrange it. So you have- I rearrange mine, yeah. Yeah. You can do L-O-C, you can yeah. do L-C-O, you could do L-O-C-O. It just depends on what your hair needs. Yeah. I, would, I do LCO because mm. I feel like I need to get the thick creams and stuff in my hair like to yeah. moisturise it because it doesn't it, it takes a while for like the creams to sink into my hair and then I use the oil to coat it and seal it off okay but just depends on what you yeah. what your hair likes and how your hair responds to it as well mm-hmm. okay so do you know if you've got have you got any more questions yes 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 one more question um, which is, what is the best way to recover your hair after heat damage? <laughs> maybe I'll be able to help you <laughs> once I wash my hair, because God knows, maybe I got heat damage. But um, recover your hair after heat damage. Yeah. Obviously, stay far away from heat. Yeah, I think that's the first thing. Like, actually stop using heat. heat run. Air dry. Yeah. Legit. Um, intensive treatments as well. Mm. So you could do, like, protein-based treatments. It depends, because sometimes heat damage can actually dry out your hair as well, or moisture-based treatments, and that's yeah. to kind of revive the hair back from that dull state into a more, like, moisturised, healthy feel. But you've got to do it consistently. Yeah. But definitely, definitely staying away from the heat. And also, steaming your hair as well helps. So, definitely. during treatments, ensuring that you have some sort of heat. S- heat, not bad. <laughs> not because we're saying stay away from heat, but use heat to steam your hair. Yeah. But, like, just a steamer um, to kind of help. But they're saying stay away from like dry heat. heat. Yeah. Do you get what I yeah. mean? So like either a, like a straightener, a, blow a curling wand, a blow dryer. Stay away from it. Like stay away from dry heat. Mm-hmm. But if it comes to like a steamer or you've got one of those like inflatable heat use, cap things. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. Use it. Because that's going to open the mm-hmm. hair shafts to taking um, all of the moisture. Definitely. So definitely just keep, stick to treatments. Yeah. And get them regularly. And sometimes some people say don't ever revert back. Yeah. Unfortunately you might just have to grow it out and, and then cut, cut it. it. Yeah. 
it's just that alien fatigue. Yeah. So, and I would say if you're not ready for, because natural hair is very tender, mm-hmm. and to avoid heat damage and press, you just have to just like be mindful of how much heat you're using on your hair. And even when I get my hair straightened, I don't straighten it again, like ever. Because I don't know what the repercussions are going to be. It's the truth. <laughs> I'm scared. But, um, yeah, so I think definitely staying far away from heat. Yeah. It'd be like a six-month stretch. Mm-hmm. Or even longer. Yeah. And if you do, like, need to put heat on your hair for any reason, if you've got, like, a special event or something, and you're like, okay, I need to put heat on my hair, make sure whenever you, even with blow-drying, anything, anytime there is heat touching your hair, make sure you have a heat protector on. Mm-hmm. Like, don't think, oh, I'm only straightening my hair once so I can just quickly straighten it and my hair will be fine. Fine, yeah. No, 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 no. Use that heat protector, whether it's a spray, whether it's a serum. Mm-hmm. Whichever form you choose to use, just make sure you, you use, use it. it. Yeah. Some people try to use, like, substitute all of those things and use oil. And they don't know that oil actually fries your hair mm-hmm. when you're applying heat. So if, you're, if your hair is, let's say, wet and you just you haven't put no leave-in um, conditioner, you haven't put anything, you're just putting straight oil yeah. onto wet hair, and your hair's going to fry. There are some oils, though, that protect your hair from heat. Because even you mm. can get serums that are heat protective. Oil-based, yeah. yeah. So I, it just mm, depends on what, what your hair yeah. needs. Mm-hmm. Because for me, when I was straightening my hair, I actually used an oil-based rather than a spray one. A spray-based. <coughs> because a spray would actually make my hair frizz up more. Yeah. Whereas an oil, I needed something that would weigh it down as well as protecting See, mine was the other way around. Uh, See, my hair did not respond well to the oil at all. Okay. And it fried. So my ends were fried. It literally got oh. fried. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I'm staying yeah, away from away oil. From yeah. Because yeah. even, so when I was straightening my hair, the only thing that could make it stay like straight, like as straight as it could be, is oil. oil yeah. So even like the night before, I'd have to put literally pure castor oil on my hair. I remember you know saying, how thick yeah. and heavy that is. But you know, that's fine. And it would straighten it. Because you had to, my mum said you can do that because obviously when your hair, when my hair puffed up after like the silk press, mm. I had to use the oil to straighten to it. To straighten it. And wrap yeah. it. Yeah. But prior, using a thick oil like that prior to the... Yeah. Then... Then that's yeah. what I did. Yeah. I think just choose, mm-hmm. yeah. Just know know what you're buying before, mm-hmm. <laughs> before you buy, buy it. Buy it, yeah. Because there's so many different serums out there mm-hmm. um and a lot of serums that we do buy i'm not gonna lie like if i go to super double boots they're from the european hair section do mm-hmm. you get what i mean yeah um so it's like <laughs> you need to know that it may work for european hair but it may not work for Africa. Hair. Hair. so you need to know what your hair likes and if it means that you need to maybe not straighten your hair that day until you find the right serum for you then, then so you need to do that mm-hmm. yeah so I guess that's I've got some questions as well that mm-hmm. I kind of went through our Instagram. And let's do it. Let's do it. Found a few. Um, so these are questions that are not asked. That like they said, what if if people ask you these questions, mm-hmm. how should I respond? What if? So a lot of them were like work related as well. Mm-hmm. So questions like, is that your? How would you respond to someone saying, is that your real hair? How would you respond? Girl, I bought it, so it is my hair. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> if it's if I'm wearing weave, like or wearing a wig or whatever, I would say, um, oh, I've got extensions in. I've got weave in. Same. If it's my real hair, then I'm like, yeah, it's my hair. And it depends on who's asking mm. as well. If I feel like I need to tutor you after you've asked me that question, I will. 
mm-hmm. because sometimes people ask in the sense of like okay black girls can't grow long hair mm-hmm. I think it so it just depends yeah um so this actually happened to me at work sorry yeah like legit um and I'm not gonna lie I did not like it at mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. um just because one it's extensions and it's like if I've said it's extensions like that's that that should be it do you mm-hmm. get what I mean um, but furthermore, I don't go up to anyone else and ask them, is that your real hair or not? Mm-hmm. I find that actually quite rude. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, though. It is rude, yeah. um, And when that happened to me at work, I was brought back a bit. I was a bit like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I understand that you're intrigued, but there's there's a way to say things. Definitely. Um, and a way to phrase things when you are asking that question. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. I feel like I have many emotions towards this question. Okay, fair enough. Because um, yeah. it can be quite sensitive, isn't it? I feel like it, I think it's just very cheeky, to be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is very cheeky. Because if it was, and then. Yeah. And then if it's not, and then. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Like, where do we go from here? Exactly. Um, regardless of the answer, do you mm-hmm. get what I mean? Um, and I feel like that question itself is it's a dig for me personally because okay. I'm like why like why are you asking that question like could this not be my hair mm-hmm. or is it that because there's that stigma that um black women like our hair doesn't grow it's always <laughs> short like like why why did you feel the need to, to ask, ask that whether question, yeah. that is my hair is it because it's unbelievable that black hair can get that long mm-hmm. or do you get what I mean there's so many other things that are attributed towards it that yeah, it triggers up a lot of um, negative emotions for me. Can't Fair enough, yeah. I do think it can be quite a sensitive question to ask. And for me, it just depends on who's asking. I remember when I worked in uh, uh, a previous workplace that I was at, and I used to have my afro out a lot, and mm. people would be like, oh, you these small, small girls wearing crochet. Or they were like, I would get asked every single day I go to work, is that your hair? And it's not by Europeans, or yeah. it was by black people. Okay. And for me, I was like, well, what does that mean? I'm what so confused. Mean, what yeah. does that mean? And I would have to. I'd be like, yeah, they're like you're lying. So I'll take my hair out of the puff or whatever, and I'm like, no, it's my hair. Feel yeah. it. But even that in itself, I, I'm like, I'm not. I'm not a spectacle. Like, <laughs> you should not be spectating me. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, I got ready in the morning the same way you did. <laughs> now you want me to undo my hair yeah. to come and show you because you don't believe it's real. I beg, let me be moving. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? If you don't believe it's real, then that's it. Yeah, I got a lot in that workplace, and I just thought, oh my gosh, like is this is it a thing whereby black girls cannot grow hair? I don't, I don't, and at that point, I don't think my hair was that long, but I just thought, huh? Yeah. And even in the setting that I was in, why would I go and add attach, attachment to the end? So yeah. One of the, someone could just put it on, <laughs> and slap me, and just collect, collect the ponytail. <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, yeah. So. We also get sent another one as well, mm-hmm. and this one was, can I touch your hair? So if someone asks you, can I touch your hair, how would you respond? How would you respond? No. It, actually, it depends who you are. Like, yeah. if you're generally, like, my friend or my family, do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, not going to lie, you don't even have to ask me. <laughs> do you get what I mean? Yeah. Because we're like that, the same mm-hmm. way... To be fair, I probably wouldn't ask my family and friends yeah. to touch their hair. I would yeah, just touch, touch it. it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? 
But if I don't know you like that and you're trying to put your hands in my hair, just don't do that. Don't do it. And again, at work, it has happened to me. Oh, gosh. Where I had braids and I was literally tapping away and someone held on to one braid. And do you know, do you know when you feel like, I felt the root like move. I said, what? Do you know you're like, who is touching my hair? Like, what? Cheeky. And I was just like, nah, like, you don't do that. Mm-mm. Because I don't walk up to anyone else and just put my hands in your mm-hmm. hair. And I think also culturally, your hair is very, your hair is very important mm-hmm. to you. Do you your crown. I mean? mm-hmm. Yeah. And spiritually as well. Exactly. Like, you shouldn't just let anyone, anyone be touching touch your, your hair. hair. Anyhow. Literally. Yeah. I guess, like you said, it just depends on who it is, to be fair. Yeah. It actually depends. Family, of course. There's no questions. need to touch Honestly, it if you want. And do, do everyone else, it just depends on how I feel about you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't even lie. Literally. Um, but yeah, so that's all I have, actually. That's what I got from the account. Because me and Obby try to take it in turn so <laughs> run. <laughs> No, we're doing a good job. We're getting there, we're getting there. Props to us. Definitely. So what's it called? Guys, feel free to DM us more questions. I really enjoyed the ones that you asked. It's got me thinking very deep. So And especially if we can help you, if you have any dilemmas, then definitely let us know. We can do like a dilemma situation as well Mm -hmm. and just talk about all of that. Also, shout out to Yoko Hair and oh, Fashion oh, Rail yes. um, for sponsoring the actual podcast. Oh, oh, um, oh. I know we haven't been shouting them out, but yeah. I love shout, you, Fashion Rail. I love you, Yoko. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on because I know that time is quite short, but um, I've got the quote of the day. Hit me with it. So it's by um, Tracy Ellis Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know who she is? Mm-mm. She's. Have you watched Girlfriends? Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. Do you know the big curly hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that is Tracy. So she said, um, "I need to see my own beauty and to continue to be reminded that I am enough, that I'm worthy of love without effort, that I am beautiful, that the texture of my hair and the shape of my curves, the size of my lips, the color of my skin, and the feelings that I have are all worthy." and okay amen honestly that is biblical man that is amazing like er- that. everything about that like just the the statement the affirmation like i am enough like that is so important honestly <laughs> so, <laughs> so important. um i got a tip of the day for you guys Hitting and it. just find a true moisturizer um, mm. and a moisturizer will always have water as its first ingredient. Yeah. If you look at the definition of moisture, water is present, and water opens up the cuticle to allow other ingredients to penetrate and work on a deeper level. So what I want you all to do this week is find a true moisturizer, and I'm not saying oils or butters, because um, they are effective, but again, it's more of a sealing um, mm. product, those are. So I would say just find a true moisturiser. I'm using the Pantene at the moment. Um, then I used my Yoko. Then I used my Share Restore. Shout out to Share Restore. <laughs> um, and then I used my oil to seal it up. So you guys DM us some moisturisers that you are using. Yeah. And let us know how you find it. And make sure it has water as its first ingredient. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Perfect. This has been a great session. Yes, it has. 
thank you guys for coming back thank you for staying tuned and we'll be back I guess next week just before the end of the year just to round things up mm-hmm. Merry Christmas guys and I hope you have a lovely lovely time with your family and friends yeah have a lit one guys definitely <laughs> so it's a bye from me and a bye from me and if you would like to message me not Obi <laughs> it's like on Instagram it's just chin underscore one um, and you can follow me on Twitter and also Instagram. That is Azayam. Um, Azayam LDN. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> joyful, joyful, low beat, a dog beat. Yeah. And in my life, I put number four. Mm-hmm. Since I was a young guy, I came to know mm-hmm. that you was a. <laughs> so now I'm here and when I'm I- sitting in the street. <laughs> Everyone knows I like. <laughs> what did you tell me to rap? <laughs> I like rapping. <laughs> <laughs> but destiny. I was doing the rap from what's it? Um, joyful, joyful world. Oh, it's true. Yeah, I'm doing a bit of a dual Christmas thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>